TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Your Imports of Memphis. They have been in the auto repair business since 1999. They serve the Mid-South specializing in European luxury cars, including Land Rover, Jaguar, Bentley, Rolls-Royce, Mercedes-Benz, Smart, BMW, Mini, Mercedes, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Volkswagen, slash Aldi, and Porsche. If you are searching for first-in-class service from people who have a passion for luxury vehicles, they are right for you. They are equipped to perform all mechanical services, including factory-recommended mileage-based services, complex repairs, and difficult diagnostics. They are located in the heart of Broad Avenue Arts District. For more information, contact them at www.euromotorcarsofmemphis.com. everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode 7 of Behind Bluff City. As always, the dynamic duo is with you. I'm Kate Fredell. And I'm Scovia Wilson. Scovia, who did we have on our get- podcast today? Man, we had Kevin Dean. And when I say this episode had amazing talk of nonprofits. So if you're passionate about nonprofits, bruh, this episode is lit yes. to the gods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kevin is a nonprofit mastermind. Yeah. So... It was like he it was really very, built yeah. one all the way. That's what he said, right? Yeah, kind of built, you know, Jeez. it up from the ground up. That's amazing. I think. Yeah. Um, was, and then not consulting. Yeah. Bruh. He consults for nonprofits now. Bruh. It's great. It, it so is, what was your was favorite great. moment from the episode? So I actually had a few moments. Um, I love when he said everyone has a place in community to speak, you know, speak up about issues. And a lot of people don't think that they do. And so I believe like nonprofits, like he was saying, is a great platform to do so. And also, if you're trying to get in the nonprofit world, the nonprofit <laughs> The nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. Um, that one. Amer- exact, that one. <laughs> AmeriCorp is, is you know, the best the best way you could do so. And that's kind of how he did it. Um, he said, bruh, you're going to be poor for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right. But the um, the reward is so much more because, one, you're getting to work with, you know, inner city people and just really getting to know who you are as a person uh, more so than like the money. But after that, of course, you can make the dollar dollar signs. Yeah. Um, but in the nonprofit world, of course, you are serving and that's, that's the main thing. So yeah. I loved, I loved when he uh, talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? Um, I just loved Kevin's passion for nonprofits yeah. and, and making a difference. And I also loved how he repeatedly discussed the importance of everyone having a voice. Yes. Um, especially within our community mm-hmm. for us to give, you know, all races, mm-hmm. all, ethnicities and you know um that's the same but (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean yeah um but to to give everyone from every every walk of life every socioeconomic background yeah um a voice is so important and so um he even talked a little bit about like he's tired of having his voice heard and that you know and that's um and that comes from, you know, being in the front of nonprofit mm-hmm. world for so long and being so good at what he does right. that now, um, you know, it segued into him working for Make Memphis and doing his column, The Dean's List, which yeah. y'all will hear more about in the episode, um, to highlight those Memphians who are doing great things, mm-hmm. but they don't they don't necessarily have a voice. Right. Um, 
And it sounded a little bit familiar. Because <laughs> we always say, make Memphis better. Yeah. That was our greatest hashtag. And that's what he does. And the best thing that he said is be a lifelong learner. And um, I grabbed onto that because I, I completely agree with that. If you stop learning, you kind of you just died. Oh, show. Oh, shiggity. Yeah. But yeah. So, <laughs> so we hope you guys um, enjoy this episode. Mm-hmm. As always, you know, find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Tell us how you like it. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you're doing to make Memphis better. We want to engage with you. We want to see your photos around Memphis. We do. We want to read your comments and, you know, yeah. we want to have you on as a guest. And we'll, you will see Are us you live cool soon. Absolutely. Yeah. You will see us live. Yeah. So if you soon. have an event coming up and you want us to come and we'll do it live. You okay. Message us. Message us. Comment. You know. Twit us. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. <laughs> tweet. <laughs> tweet. Tweet. No, but you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, on all social media platforms, we are open to hear what you all have to say. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely engage with us. We'd love to hear from you, our subscribers. You are our favorite people. Really are. Um, enjoy this episode. So today we have Kevin, um, Kevin Dean. He received his bachelor's in communication from the University of Memphis in 2002. In 2009, he completed his master's degree in executive leadership from Christian Brothers University. He's a former executive director of Literacy Mid-South. He was also named one of Memphis's top 40 under 40 by Memphis Business Journal in 2011. He currently works as a consultant for nonprofits in the Memphis area by bringing um, them his notable expertise in turnarounds, leadership development, fundraising, marketing, business and strategic planning. He was also created. Well, he also creates um, and creates the Dean's List for Make Memphis, a nonprofit born out of desire to connect Memphians who want to make things happen, encourage ideas and to make Memphis better. Kevin. Govia. Thank Welcome, you. Kevin. Yeah, Welcome, thanks. Kevin. Thank woo, you. Woo. So glad to have you with us. <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Kevin, we start out every episode asking our guests their favorite Memphis moment. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be a moment in the past. It could be recent. Mm-hmm. It could involve you or it could not. So, Okay. My favorite Memphis moment. Um, I had a roommate one time who lost his job. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, how do you how do you console somebody? So what I did is I took him – to Muddy's to get a cupcake. We each got a cupcake and we went to the Memorial Gardens. Yeah. Uh, I think they named, they, they renamed it, but the, um, there's a, uh, there's a, a little garden there that, that we sat in the graveyard eating <laughs> awesome. pup, cupcakes. And it was the, it was the, he, he was, uh, so distracted by the fact that we were getting cupcakes in a, in a graveyard that he, um, got over it really quickly. They had just lost a job. Oh, so. wow. Yeah, I love that, that is place. A moment. That yeah. is, no, it is. It's yeah. beautiful. That's an amazing moment. Like, <laughs> I actually had my senior pictures taken there. Did you? Believe it or not, you were? fun fact. Mm-hmm. Whenever, wow. Whenever I have people in town, I take them to Isaac Hayes' grave, which is kind of a, an interesting thing yeah. to, to see in Memphis. Well, so. I've actually never been. So, no? oh. yeah, bucket list much? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's cool. You can run in there. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I, I don't see why not. Yeah, it's, it's really big. I've seen people running. Okay, wait. <laughs> where is that located? It's on Poplar. Really, all the way down next mm-hmm. to um, Olive Garden. Yep. Yes. Oh, do yep. I always? You're gonna get phone calls from them going, "Don't run." <laughs> <laughs> Please don't That's run. True. <laughs> I've seen people run though. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not after today, but. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> it is Memphis. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Kate, oh, yeah. what's your Memphis moment? Um. I think today was seeing on social media that the Grizz are getting back. Oh, snap. It's like Grizz Media Day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you do love just, the grits. Yeah, just being excited for that. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Grizz, like, if you don't know, Grizz fan. Oh. Yeah, to the T. It's like in her blood. I mean, we all should. We're, we're Memphians. We're get, I'm yeah. getting there, right? Cause you I, are. I am. Thank you. Because I've actually, I've been to one Grizz game and it was for an assignment. I know, crazy. <laughs> but I enjoyed it because I had to do video work. And mm. so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I watched it. It was great. <laughs> anyway, you did that. I did it. So your moment. My moment. I actually have a few, right? It's been a very productive week, y'all. Um, so this past weekend, so Katie Barber, she was our one of our guests um, on the pod box. And uh, she had a birthday party, the 25th birthday party. And I got to attend. And uh, it was amazing. I loved it. And also on that same day... Esso Tolson, our other guest, had an exhibit at Slim House. So you guys definitely need to check him out. Um, I mean, amazing artwork. It's through December, right? Yes. Uh huh. And it's um, well, like spectacular vernacular. Yes. And it's like about the Memphis, you know, lingo, like mm. er day, you know, like <laughs> bruh. So I was. That's our favorite. <laughs> it is our favorite. And Katie and I are gonna go um together. So y'all listening, stay tuned for some pictures mm-hmm. real soon. Yeah. So that's my Memphis <laughs> moment. Essel Tolson's exhibit and Katie Barber's birthday party. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, sick all weekend, so I couldn't go. I know. It was the worst. But I baked cookies. Yeah. And I sent them in Absolutely. place of myself. Oh, and to all our uh, listeners and subscribers, if you guys were uh, looking for us this past Sunday, we are so sorry we could not um, record live at um, Nick Raymond's uh, Yeah, the event. Farm Stars. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. But we have so much in store for y'all. I promise we will go live. Yeah. You guys will see both Kate and I, okay? All right. <laughs> yes, but. especially if you're at Moon River this year because we're already planning for that. Absolutely. Are you going to be at Moon River? Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. So we might just find him and uh, stream live. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyways. <laughs> Back to the podcast. <laughs> to the pod box we go. Um, so first question, right? So we know that you received both your BA and your MA here in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Are you originally from here? Yeah, I was born and raised. Really? Yeah, well, Bartlett, but we're Memphis. <laughs> Bartlett yeah, is Memphis. Yeah, I'm a Shelby Countyan. So. <laughs> nice. so, yes. What was your high school? I went to Briarcrest. Really? But oh. don't hold it against me. I went to ECS. Did so you? aren't okay. we like rival? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't, I didn't watch yeah. sports or anything. You didn't play any sports? No, no. I was, I'm really tall, so everybody thinks I play basketball. Oh, but right. I, yeah, no. <laughs> My brother's really tall, too, yeah. and they always assume, but he plays soccer, <laughs> actually. I was, I was one of the creatives. I did the, you know, I was, I was uh, the drama nerd. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, yeah. I don't receive that for you. No. Uh, that's so cool. I did drama awesome. in high school, too. Yeah. Same, bro. You'll be calling us nerds. <laughs> We're cool people. Yeah. <laughs> We're we don't receive that. We don't. We don't. <laughs> but that's awesome. Mm. Really cool. Um, so, being from here, why do you think, because you're heavily involved with nonprofits, mm-hmm. like, why do you think nonprofits have chosen Memphis? Like, what is so special about Memphis that nonprofits thrive here and startups also thrive mm-hmm. here? Well, I, I think that there's a lot of, um, why why they're thriving right now is is that we have some, some big challenges ahead of us. Um, we have some, some deep-rooted issues that we, we have to address. We have a, a poverty issue. We have a systemic racism issue and a, an institutional racism issue. We have a, a, a city that's divided um, by racial lines. Um, we have 
uh, a lot of inequity, and and these are these are big big issues that we want to that we want to tackle. Um, and and so nonprofits right now, we see the opportunity to make big changes in Memphis, and and those start on a on a systemic level that can only be addressed um, by really tackling root causes of the issues. And so um, I think nationally we're getting we're people see the poverty and some of our some of our big challenges, but they also see the light at the end of the tunnel. And and other cities have have addressed these in really great ways. And, the, and one of the great things about nonprofits in Memphis is that they're constantly looking for new new um, ways of of tackling an issue. And so you have a lot of innovation going on right now as to how to address specific issues. And there's all these new nonprofits that I can talk about that are, are doing some really cool things. Um, talk about them. Okay. Oh yeah, please do. Sure. Or uh, is yours? Well, there's <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> How much time do we have? Because there's a lot I like. Um, well, there's there's one called the Memphis Music Initiative, mm-hmm. and um, there's a guy named Darren Isom who's who's running that. He actually flies in uh, once a month, uh, stays for two weeks, and he's the director here uh, from from California. But he he started this initiative that's that's going to work with um, with uh, black arts organizations that typically traditionally aren't funded in the typical funding model that are smaller that that are, are lacking in capacity but have great ideas and have great leadership. They just need money and capacity and, and you know infrastructure. So he's going in to help these arts organizations that that will specifically serve low income African American kids and minority kids. Um, it's it's a big. It, you know, it's a big, big, uh, big task, but he's, he's slowly making, making progress with these, with these organizations that have, have traditionally been underserved by, by funders. Okay. Um, really think that's cool because our, I, I'm a big believer in arts since I was a drama nerd. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and how arts can really transform a, a life, um, you know, of any kid. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's trying to make sure that there's access for, for those kids. You know, I, re- I really like, um, the, uh, the seeding success. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of people haven't heard of that, but it's a kind of the behind the scenes intermediary organization that's trying to bring everybody together, wow. all the different nonprofits together to have one uniform strategy, um, and that's to increase the 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 reading levels of kids throughout, um, you know, yeah. K through twelve and, and even beyond that. And and so what you know before all these different nonprofits were working in silos, now they're coming together and working together to to you know, change the, change the system. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, it doesn't, it, we always blame the school system, but right. th- these are after school programs that are coming together and doing education programs where they were just doing, you know, gym or basketball or something like that. We right. have, we have churches that are coming together and, and incorporating education. We have tutoring programs that, that mm-hmm. maybe weren't effective that are coming together and doing the same things that other ones are. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of this work, it's not the sexiest, you know, it's not, you know, <laughs> there, there, there's, there, there are these really cool things like the, you know, the, the burrito ministries and things like that, that I think is are awesome. But then there's also these behind the scenes organizations yeah. that are really relooking at how we're making progress, and those are the ones that really excite me. So I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it's it's great that you talk about like literacy too, because we've already had two guests on mm-hmm. who um, really passionate about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, because that's a huge oh yeah huge problem. Mm-hmm. Not just systemically, but economically for us. If Absolutely. We have, you know. Yeah. And we, we, you know, being the former executive director of Literacy Mid-South, I mean, I, I, saw, I saw it firsthand every day. Mm-hmm. And, and 
it's something that we can achieve. It just it's and it's not something you just throw money at. It's something that right. the community has to come together and realize their place in this. And everybody has a place. Um, and if you don't think you have a place, then you're you're looking in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and I think that's uh, that's where I, that's where I, I really like what Make Memphis is doing. Is they're giving they're giving voices to people that otherwise would not have a voice, um, and because I really think that we don't need to bring in outside consultants all the time to talk about right. about the, uh, addressing the problems. We have the answers here. We just need to mobilize in the right way and and make sure that everybody has has the voice. Absolutely. That's so what did, what did Ronnie say? She said education is the new emancipation. Oh. Oh, right. Yes. No, right. Yeah, absolutely. That was our feeling too. She hit us hard. I don't even think it's the new emancipation. I just yeah. think it's it, there's there's an equity issue there that has not been addressed. Absolutely. You know, um, we're, we're only, what, 50, 60 years outside of, of, you know, segregated schools. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're not, we, we're not we're anywhere near where, where we need to be. And uh, I hope that we will be. Uh, working towards that in the, in the next 10 years, I, I think we, we're going to make some great strides. Absolutely. Oh, so why do you, I mean, actually, because you just answered everything. Oh, good. Um, okay. <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Time for the debate now. <laughs> no. um, what made you choose to work specifically nonprofits, um, like in the areas of literacy mm. and education? Well, um, it started with, with my mother. My mom is a school psychologist. And so I, I was raised with a mom who worked in the school system. And mm-hmm. and so I, um, she was a big believer in education as all parents should be, but she, you know, instilled in me this, this need to develop my own self and to, to, you know, get a great education as, as much as I could, Mm -hmm. um, and be a lifelong learner. And then, you know, I, I had a, I got a film degree, which is, that's awesome. Is it? (laughs) Cause (laughs) I haven't done anything with it in the last 15 years, but it, it, um, I, I, I had this dream of, of going and working in LA and I went out to LA and, uh, came back with my tail between my legs and, and, um, I did get to work on some movies, which was cool, yeah. but, uh, I, I came back sort of disillusioned with the whole LA scene and, and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, 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 I was key club president in high school. And so community service work was something that I, I really thought was, was cool. And it was kind of me being a nerd in high school. I was not, um, it was not easy for me to make friends often, but when, when you're, when you're leading service work, right. sort of, you get to, you get to lead in, in this space where you otherwise might not in, in you know, this Absolutely. popularity contest of, of high school. Yeah. So I, uh, uh, I, I saw that there was a, an AmeriCorps opening at Volunteer Memphis. And so I was like, oh, volunteering. I know all about that. I've been doing that my whole life. And, yeah. and uh, so the day I started as an AmeriCorps worker, um, I was like, oh, this is it. This yeah. is it. And so, I, you know, not having the background, I just kind of educated myself and, and learned as I went. But um, and I and I kind of figured out what my 10 year game plan needed to be so I could be a, a leader in the nonprofit world um, and sort of slowly paid my dues, you know, did the grunt work. Um, and, and it's never been a sexy job. Even even being the executive director, I was not it was not a sexy job. Um, I cleaned toilets sometimes. I, you know, I had people screaming at me sometimes. I screwed up sometimes. But um, it, it, it is so rewarding, um, that work and you sleep good at night knowing that you're, knowing that you're, you're addressing real big issues Mm -hmm. while on other, at other times you're 
staying up late, worried about fundraising and worried about the people you're serving and knowing that, that, that sometimes their struggles are, are way bigger than the, than the one issue you're trying to address. So, um, I, I, I just can't see myself in any other space at this point. Sure. Mm. Well, how have you taken being executive director for Literacy Memphis? Itself. Yeah. People get it okay. wrong all the time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, yeah. And, and now you're consulting for yourself. I am. And you're helping other nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like for you? Um, well, it, it's, it's really interesting because people are paying me to learn. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm learning as I go and I'm, I'm getting to work with really cool organizations. I have non-disclosures with most of them, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know how that is. Yeah, yeah, right. okay. So I can't, I can't tell you everybody I'm working you. with, but I, you know, I, I've worked with a foundation. I'm, I'm doing a pro- big project with the foundation right now. I've mm-hmm. worked with several big organizations. I've restructured things. Um, I've, I've, uh, come up with fundraising plans for some people. It's been really, um, Interesting. And, you know, there's a lot of consultants out there that um, have never run a nonprofit before that, right. that that if they did run a nonprofit, it was 25 years ago. And so I, I bring a unique perspective because not only have I, did I just finish up running a nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, I, I had to b- sort of build it from the ground up. So I, I had to do everything myself a lot of times because oftentimes we didn't have the money to pay a consultant. So I just did it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of popular right now. It's been nice because people know my name and I kind of bring a fresh perspective um, and I have the experience to back it up. So uh, I've really, really enjoyed doing that. I I miss the nine to five, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. After three months of kind of waking up late and not knowing what I'm going to do and not having structured time, I, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. That's really cool. <laughs> Cause you're kind of free, yeah. I, but not, I was free for the first month and a half. And okay. then I started going a little crazy. Ah. I was like, I need more jobs, yeah. <laughs> but now I, now I've been turning down consulting jobs. So yeah. it's, you know, but there's a lot of need out there in nonprofits to, Absolutely. to have some people come in and sort of rethink things. So yeah. I so like you, doing that. You talked a little bit about like the perspective you bring. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think that is? What do you think that looks like? And how does that make you stand out from? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I'm 36 right now. I'll be 37 possibly by the time your listeners hear this. But um, Happy early birthday, Kevin. Uh, no, right. Super. Yeah. When is it? October 18th. Oh, yeah. what's up? Okay. Yep. So I, I was the youngest United Way executive director of any United Way organization. So you know, I'm right on the cusp of being a millennial and a Gen Xer. I, mm-hmm. I technically fall in the Gen X category, I believe, based on where you look it up. But um, you know, I I kind of understand what the what the current realities are now. I understand fundraising from a different perspective than you know how they used to do it 15 years ago. I understand um, from I do, I do think millennials and Gen Xers are very connected to the root causes of some of these issues, they understand it on a different level. And, and, you know, it's being taught now, uh, you know, there's a lot of research behind why poverty exists and why, you know, why there's disparities between, you know, women's pay and men's pay and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think that, that we have a whole new generation of people who are, leaders in Memphis who bring a a unique, fresh perspective in, I'm fortunate enough to have a voice and I've had a voice for, for a while uh, going back to make Memphis. I really like the fact that we're giving voices to people that otherwise wouldn't mm-hmm. um, have their voices heard. And, and there are so many big ideas out there and I'm a, I'm a big picture person too. So I can, I can kind of bring that perspective in too. That's 
That's really cool. Does that yeah. answer your question? No, it really does. <laughs> it's kind of weird bragging on myself or no, no, talking no, about no. myself. I don't know. It's that's why you're not even guest. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> and we are so honored to have you uh, here, thanks. too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and when you say that, please, you got to educate them on receiving and not receiving. Kate, it is your turn to no. turn. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we say this every episode. It's a Scoviaism uh-huh. in which, like, you can either receive a compliment somebody gives you okay. or if it's nasty, if it's mean, you say, I don't receive that. And you uh, can go okay. on about your day. Okay. And not receive that com- as a compliment. <laughs> you don't receive that as your truth. No. Exactly. No. But then the the magic is you thank them anyway. Yeah. Okay. Either okay. way. I forget okay. that a lot of times. <laughs> no, I'm like, I don't receive it. <laughs> but you didn't thank them. I didn't. <laughs> See? And so it's just like, bro, I'm, di- I'm okay. doing it wrong. <laughs> you're not. Because you're not receiving it. And two ways. I don't receive that for you. Okay. <laughs> Aha. But um, yeah, that's what we do. So you said AmeriCorp, right? And yeah. Uh-huh. Said, did you, with um this past summer, my brother Emmanuel Wilson, I don't know. No? Okay. Uh, there's a lot of different AmeriCorps programs. This is yeah. true. Because uh-huh. I was like, shoot, so. maybe it's the same one. I mean, no, I, I did one. It was a national program. It, okay. It, it was in Memphis. Okay. But there's the there's, city of Memphis has all these AmeriCorps. Okay. Literacy Mid-South actually had not, uh, nine AmeriCorps members. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, there's all the, these different programs. Okay. But it's, it's a, a fantastic way to get your foot in the door in a nonprofit. And I, right. I came back with a film degree, not knowing, you know, with recent right. college grad. I had I waited tables. I didn't know what I was going to do. So, mm-hmm. and how I was going to get my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And nonprofit, to be honest, is very paternalistic. So uh, you got to know somebody. Mm-hmm. So AmeriCorps was my foot in the door. I got to show myself and prove myself. Right. And I, 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 I'm such a huge fan of the AmeriCorps program mm-hmm. for everybody because I, I think if you want to get nonprofit, that's a great way to start out. You have mm-hmm. to live in poverty for I, I did it for two years. I made 10000 a year. Yeah. Um, but it it was, you know, it was life-changing for me. And, right, and it's absolutely. why I'm, I guess, maybe on your show today. Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I push people towards AmeriCorps, and mm-hmm. they're always scared because you're like, oh, God, I have to live on, you know, yeah. $7 a day. But yeah. it pays off in the end. It does in the long yeah. run. Ooh, so all that to say, tell us a little bit about uh, Make Memphis. Ah. Um, how did you... I mean, how did it come into fruition? Sure. Um, so a, a lady named Rachel Hurley, um, she started Make Memphis. And uh, with the, with sort of the understanding that, that you know, the, the, there are answers here in Memphis. There are big ideas in Memphis. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there are things that need to be featured that aren't being featured on other mediums. There is good news and there, there are good ideas. Yeah. Um, and there are good people that are not being profiled. And that's what, I, what really drew me to it um, before I actually started – writing for it i i um was a was a reader and she just so happened to say hey do you have any big ideas Hmm. and uh i was like sure so i I wrote something and uh and she published it and i you know a lot of people read it and then she said well why don't you do a weekly column and i i i didn't one i didn't think people were that interested in nonprofits. you Mm -hmm. know going into the deep because i want to talk about like nonprofits a lot yeah and uh that can be boring for people that maybe aren't connected to that. And then also, I, I when I was at Literacy Mid South, I was featured all the time as the face of the organization. And mm-hmm. I was one of those people that was featured all the time and my voice was always heard. Mm-hmm. And and there were so many people that I, I saw that whose voices weren't being heard, but were smarter than me and more articulate than me and, you know, just cooler than me <laughs> that I, that needed to be featured. Yeah. And so I, I, I was like, well, why don't I do profiles on people that are up and comers in Memphis? And, um, and so it it kind of went with the whole theme that she she does. She features people and uh, you know that, that, yeah. that are on bikes, and she does you know cool big ideas. And people are trying to address the greens word issue and yeah. the, you know um, stuff like that. So uh, it's I I think it's 
it's a really important uh, blog for people mm-hmm. to read because you're you're seeing things from a different perspective that you might not see otherwise. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, now that we know how you got involved, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about the Dean's List. The Dean's List. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the idea, the, the idea was feature some people that are up-and-comers, talk to them about their Memphis experience, talk to them about why their jobs are important, um, let them let them be featured, and, and let them give answers to big uh, questions. So what I always do is, you know, ask them stupid questions like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in Memphis? <laughs> but then I also ask them things like, you know, how do we solve, if they're in education, how do we solve the education crisis? Or, you know, it, you, how do we, how do we solve, solve racism, which people can't answer in a paragraph, either of those, but you yeah. know, like it's, it, it, it starts a conversation and it gives unique perspectives. Um, I try to, I try to have it as, as diverse as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to just do nonprofit people, although I, I tend to skew that way because a lot of people in nonprofit are making a difference, but you know, I featured bartenders. I featured people that are that are you know lawyers. They're people that I think are 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 part of why Memphis is great. And so I, when I see people that are are great, I I want and that I haven't seen in the news or I haven't seen in the media. Um, I want I want them to be featured and profiled because they 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 all have voices and they all have very unique experiences. Um, you know, like Tammy Sawyer, for example, she ran for. Ran for office, and I got her right before she announced her her candidacy, which was really cool because she, I think, she announced it the day after her her Make Memphis profile was on, um, and so that was. Uh, I think it's I think it's 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 fun to see people who are in Memphis who love Memphis who have unique experiences and who have. Um, haven't been profiled before. If you look in the commercial appeal, it's the same people over and over again. And all of the media, um, pe- people profiled me a whole lot, mm. but I, I, and frankly, I got tired of it and I only have one perspective. And I, th- I think the more we profile other people and give them a voice, the better we are as a, as a community. Definitely right. I was like, Let me grab that one right quick. I love that quote. <laughs> That's amazing! Wow. So who? I mean, who can we find on the de- like on the dean's list? The dean's Anyone, list. Everyone. Well, yeah. I mean, it, uh, there's a lot of nonprofit people. Um, I uh, let's see. I did my coworker first. His, his name was Troy Wiggins, and he is a he's a published author. He also worked at Literacy Mid South, yeah. teaching adults to read, helping manage volunteers. Yeah. And I thought he was a he was a cool guy because he's so under the radar. He's an introvert, yeah. but he's doing these amazing things, and he's a writer. And so I thought I'm going to start with him. And so I did him, and then um, I've tried to sort of figure out how to include faith-based organizations and people who are who are maybe not nonprofit that mm-hmm. are doing some cool things. Um, I featured a bartender and, a, and, a, and an owner of a business downtown because I thought it was, a, is, you know, he kind of represented what downtown was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's people typically that are doing something interesting, um, but are also doing something to make Memphis better. And that's, that can take a lot of different forms. Mm-hmm. That's our hashtag. Make yep. Memphis better. We're like, oh, he's perfect. No <laughs> <laughs> right. way. I received that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that just made my soul smile, y'all. And we just made Gil deaf <laughs> in the fishbowl. We did, but, yeah. but it's okay. But it's okay. <laughs> but so yeah, I'm blushing with my uh, with my teeth, y'all. <laughs> 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 well, thank you so much for sharing your Monday with us. We're not oh, going to make thanks. you miss too much of the debate. You right. guys, hope y'all are tuning in. Um, even though this is going to be released retroactively. You better. Yeah. 
You better listen. <laughs> be, be involved in the process. Yes, exactly. We yes. have some yeah interesting th- choices to make this year. So yeah, but <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh yeah, drop mics. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. before we go, how can people find you? Find find make, you personally, and then oh. also find make because they're gonna find you. Uh, I, I, do I want them I to find me? I always ask that. People are like, "What <laughs> do you they mean? Find you? Where do you I'll, live?" I'll, I'll tell you, I'm really enjoying my anonymity after leaving literacy itself because I was, you know, like I, I kind of got overwhelmed with, yeah. with, you know, being in the spotlight. And so, I've, mm-hmm. don't find me okay. <laughs> unless you want it. Unless you want a consultant. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> But you can find me. You can find me. You can find me on the Make Memphis blog because I post. I post um, either weekly or biweekly, depending on on how many people I have in in the in the in the queue. So um, go to makememphis.org and you can you can find us there, both the both the blog and me. Awesome. They're gonna find you. Yes, they are. (laughs) Subscribe us. Find him. No, don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go back under my rock. Stay there. Oh my gosh. I love it. I receive that. <laughs> All of that. All the juju nice, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And thank you guys for tuning in. As always, thank you for tuning in to Behind Bluff City. I'm half the dynamic duo, Kate Friedel. And Scovia Wilson. And if you guys would like to keep up with us, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Behind Bluff City. And if you ever want to be a guest or you want to sponsor us, do contact us at BehindBluffCity at gmail.com. Again, if you want to be a, a guest or a sponsor, contact us at BehindBluffCity at gmail.com. As always, keep making Memphis great.